This is The Conscious Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Two weeks hiatus. We're back in the studio. What's good, my brother? Yo, nothing much, man. Back in the studio, man. I set up real, real nice, real authentic, real, you know, remind me of, uh, damn, that one shot off of BET in the, uh, uh, with like Tigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yo, I forgot about that. Yeah. Let, first, let me explain. The first first things first. Do you hear this crisp audio? This is this is what we call new mics. We are getting professional around here. We're professional podcasters now, me and Brian. So, <laughs> literally these these last two weeks have been insane. I just graduated college, so I went off in uh, to Tampa to visit my family and have a celebration and. I went to uh, Jacksonville and, vi- and visited my girlfriend's family and we celebrated it. And then I came back and I knew that I had to, I, I had a date in my mind. I wanted to get everything completed. And what I mean by that is get the studio completed, have the mics in order, have the recording so- uh, hardware in order, and then also um, have things in place so that when we do the next episode, episode 37, we can make, should, should I spill the beans right now? Should, I, I, I'm going to post it tomorrow. Should I spill the beans, though? Hey, you might as well. I'm... <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We are going to make our YouTube debut next episode Wednesday. And I think I'm going to publish it Friday because it's going to take a minute for me to do the whole post editing thing. But we're making our YouTube debut. And that's huge. I, I wanted to interact with the listeners in a different way kind of give them a, like a visual um aid to see how everything is set up i i don't think most people know that you know you're on skype like we skype me and brian skype he lives in texas i live in south florida so we skype call each other and then we run the podcast like it, it's going to be cool to see how like our listeners saw us before and, and now how they see us it's like a whole other dynamic. Um, for sure. So that's like, like an in-depth behind the scenes, you know what I mean? It's a whole new, it's a whole new element, really. So I thought that should be cool. Yeah, no lie, no lie. For, especially for the guests, too. You know what I'm saying? Give them that spotlight as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I wanted to do. I mean, I, and all jokes aside, I do take this podcast very seriously. And I knew that eventually I would have, I would have to level up the equipment get more dependable equipment, get better sounding audio, and um, eventually add a visual aid to it. And I was like, you know what? You know, this month of May, this is my birthday month. This is where I'm going to get everything complete as far as the podcast so we can just keep rolling. And so I was like, hey, let's do it, man. I got everything squared away. I dropped two grand, and now we're now we're sounding good. It's, it's weird. I got – I'm saying <laughs> – I was just talking to Brian. I was like, I got headphones on now. I can hear my voice. It's tripping me out because it's weird. It's, it's, it's almost hard to think because you're hearing your voice. Like, it's weird, but it's a little adjustment period. It's in your head now. Voices in my head <laughs> say I can do better. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, dude. I went to a store today and I got uh, I, I bought this coffee. I'm I'm a coffee fiend now. This is like my uh, newest addiction. But um, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of going to Starbucks. I'm tired of going to Dunkin' Donuts. Let me go ahead and buy a curee and, 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 and buy these uh, cups that go with it. And so I saw the Dunkin'. I saw the Starbucks. I wanted something different. And so me being crazy, I see this black box uh, that says Death Wish. And literally, for the people who know what I'm talking about, it's a black box with skull. <laughs> it has a skull and bones on it. And it's called Death Wish Coffee. And it said, like, uh, the world's strongest single serving cup. 
I'm like, all right, yeah, they make a huge claim like this, whatever. Dude, I kid you not. I feel like running up Mount Everest 10 times. Like, dude, I'm geeked. You're <laughs> not about them, but I'm not really a coffee guy, but I mean, I'm like, if it, you know, if it brings results, dog, I try it. Dude, coffee has changed my life. I don't know why I've never, never did it before. I think. I had like this preconceived notion that coffee was bad for you, increase your heart rate, blah, blah, blah. And um, in terms of finding out, coffee, caffeine is actually really good for you. And and when I, in the day that I decided to start drinking coffee, like my life completely changed. Like the times I have like dips throughout the day when I get a little tired or whatever, like I, I took a cup of coffee and I'm good, dude. <laughs> yeah. Is there like a crash? Hmm. I notice it is a crash like at the end of the day for me. Like I notice that I crash harder. Like I might it's it's easier for me to go to sleep now. Um because like that's when the crash happens for me at the end of the day. But throughout the day, man, I'm I'm pretty solid because I make sure that I don't put cream or sugar in it. I go straight black. That's a gangster move, by the way. Doesn't taste good. But I go straight black and I make sure that I'm obviously eating clean foods and I'm working out and stuff. So it's like it's like oil for the transmission, man. I'm just, it's like full throttle, smooth going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely going to start drinking it for jujitsu. Like, this is like my new secret serum now. I have to have it. I can't believe I wasn't doing this before. Like, before, like, before jujitsu, I would feel so tired. It would be like after a day of working or whatever. I feel so tired going in. And like, this is the perfect antidote for that now. <laughs> Most definitely, dude. Now, now I'm going like three times a day, bro. Like just, <laughs> yeah, dude. Straight through me, man. I, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. These coffee, these these coffee cups are, are crazy, man. How's life for you, bro? How's everything been? Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's, it's going, man. It's definitely going. Um. I don't have any real complaints, man. It's definitely just like making my own schedule, you feel me, and just like executing <clears throat> executing things off the list, really. Um, and just like planning um, basically, you know, how I want the rest of the year to look. And it's just going, out, going about that, man. We just focus on like routines and everything like that. And just like really just like plotting. So, man. What about you? Oh, man. Um, Dude, everything is solid, man. I can't complain. <laughs> it's, you know, two things I noticed. One is I have a huge relief off my shoulders. I have no stress whatsoever. Like, this is, a, I, I realized that this part of my life, I, I don't have any major responsibilities, right? I don't have kids. I don't have any major bills. And then, you know, I've, I've graduated. So, like, I realized to, to like, fully realize that this part of my life is stress free and I'm just going to, you know, indulge in this as much as possible, you know? Um, and then secondly, I realized that like my family, like I'm an adult now, like it, it was weird. I think this happens a lot to black families, but like once you graduate, bro, it's almost like there's a new respect for you. They're like, Oh, he, he knows what he's doing <laughs> type thing. <laughs> So, uh, man, I, I, man, I'm blessed, bro. It's my birthday month too. So like, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm rolling on a high right now, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm almost at the top of the roller coaster, man. I'm about to <laughs> put the arms up and go down. <laughs> yeah, man, I cannot, I cannot complain, bro, man. Life is so good. Life is so good. But I, I think a lot of it comes from, and you know, this, you're, you're, you're a real aware guy as well. It, it, it comes with a uh, a mindset, you know, your perspective, you know, having a positive mindset at all costs, because at the end of the day, you can't control all the, ex, you know, the uh, external factors that are happening around your life. But the internal things that take place, like your mood, um, the, the way you perceive things, those things are like things that you can control. And I realized if you stay with a positive mindset, if you give out positive energy man it's gonna come back your way tenfold tenfold and so man i'm i'm just like i said i'm blessed man 
was too blessed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just that's how it goes, man. I mean, it's really whatever you make it. You know what I mean? Like people love to dwell, to dwell on things and just like feel sorry for themselves. So can't once you don't have any of that, bro. Like the sky's the limit. Yeah, no lie. Yeah, no lie. But it's so easy. Just to play devil, devil's advocate, it's so easy to get caught up. I, I know it is. I'm 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 not, you know, I'm not some, like, legendary, like, meditation guy or anything. Like, like we all go through our trials and tribulations in life. Life is not, like, a, a constant state of winning. It, it is a roller coaster. You have your ups and downs. But during those down peaks, you can really learn a lot about yourself and a lot about your character. And during those down parts, it's specifically very important to keep a positive mindset because you know eventually things are going to turn around yeah you basically just got to embrace embrace every aspect of it you know like really feel and be in the moment of the good times as well as the bad times and then because i mean that's where all the lessons are like that's what makes the good times really good it's really you know reflecting back on what it took to get there or what you've been through you know what i mean and it's a constant roller coaster because you're trying to go higher and higher yeah and um you know that's that's the fun of life really i mean at the end of the day i mean you know life is suffering you know what i mean um and you really just have to pick life worth suffering for Mm -hmm. not let people you know pick it for you you yeah that's true suffering you know what i mean everything else after that it's just like it's just a lesson you know what i mean because i mean uh all it is is, you know, a constant cycle of, you know, pain and growth, you know what I mean? But once it's all said and done, you kind of, you know, write your own book, you know what I mean? You kind of made your own movie of it all, so. Yeah, most definitely. And that's, like, the underlining thing that happens to, like, if you look at, like, comic books, like, superhero, um, like, editions, like, if you look at, like, a Superman comic book, like, there's always adversity that he has to go through to get to the point of victory and once you get to that point of victory you can kind of look back and say man look at what all i've overcame like this is just a true testament to my will to succeed and and complete my life's journey and i i think if you're constantly winning or you don't ever face any adversity life can get boring real quick and that's why i think you see a lot of these um rich kids they're, they're having a hard time in life man you know what I'm saying? Like when when they get out, they they're making crazy decisions, not really knowing the value of, um, of money, or not really having an idea of what it takes to work hard and obtain, you know, uh, wealth and riches. So it's just one. I I think you know, working through the adversity, you know, there, there's some there's some truth and there's some um, character building in that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Especially learning how to like solve problems, and especially the problems that money can't solve. You know what I mean? And yeah, there's probably like there's not you know there's probably not a lot of problems that money can't solve for the most part. But you know, one of the main problems money can't solve is an internal problem. And you know that's when they say you know money isn't everything. Um, but you know, for the most part, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it's dope. Like, this is Yeah. People see it as something else, you know what I mean? But it's definitely just a tool at the end of the day. So, you know, um, some people, you know, see uh, see a hammer as a weapon. Some people see it as a, as a, as a tool for creation. Yeah. No, most definitely. Yeah, I, I think money is definitely a form of freedom because you don't want to be you don't, you don't want to be broke all the time i mean if you're in a state where you, you know, you're living check to check you're not really you don't know when you're gonna it just things are not for certain because of money's being money is tight you know you you're living a life where that's your main focus you're not you don't have the opportunity to think about other different things that that will for sure benefit your life and, and your life journey such as what is my life purpose you know uh how can i impact you know things that i want to impact I, I i think those questions are not even there when you're just constantly in survival mode when you're constantly you know working and trying to earn that extra penny so you can afford you know this year's christmas gift for your wife or whatever you know 
No, it's definitely, um, you know, it's just a bad spot to be in, you know, in survival mode, already stressed out, you know, no real, um, no real foreseeable future, always really focused on the present and the past, you know, um, and it probably definitely, like, you know, kills your, uh, I guess your self-esteem or, or image, you know what I mean, but, I mean, with that, it really just comes down to, you know, but like you gotta realize how money is, <clears throat> what is money, and how it's like obtained. You know, like it's based off of value. You know what I mean? And you know, it's basically you know, how can I, how can I make myself more valuable? More so, why am I so valueless? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like why am I only worth minimum wage? Why is what I do only worth this amount of money? You know, how do how? Because if I mean, you basically like you know, there's never. In the world, like you know, there's not as there's not any scarcity at all, whether it's money or resources. Mm-hmm. It's kind of built into that belief has kind of just been like built into the system, where it's like believe that there's a scarcity of anything, but there's not a scarcity of food, there's not a scarcity of money, um, but there is just um, I don't really know what the answer for that is. You know what I mean? But I, I guess you can say correction, but. Um, you know, there's an endless amount of money. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's an X amount of money and somebody just has it all and they're not sharing it. You know yeah. Mean? There's an X amount of food and somebody's not sharing it. You know what I mean? It's just that, you know, at the end of the day, everything costs something. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Whether it's energy, you know what I mean? Like, walking, running, all that, you know, takes energy. You know what I mean? And if you don't have the energy, you know, like, you can't do any of that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I guess it goes with money and money's energy as well so it's like you know the same person that you know may be a janitor you know um if he were to offer to clean up people's you know houses or in like you know offices or something like that individually they may pay him more than what his boss is paying you know what i mean just like yeah things like that it's like whatever whatever is valuable you know but Really, the market decides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people might want to fucking, you know, um, I don't know, like <laughs> they might want to fucking flip quarters or some shit. Like that. Yeah. You know, it's like anything could be. The market basically decides what people want to pay for. Some people want to watch. Some people want to pay to watch people play videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people want to pay to watch somebody talk about food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like figuring it out. Yeah, most most definitely, and I think what you you brought up a great point when talking about energy. You know, being in financial turmoil isn't the only thing that can take away from that energy. I mean, having a toxic relationship or being around people who are not benefiting you in any type of way. I mean, you might very well have to cut out two thirds of your friend group just to just to develop a healthy mind state and 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 stop making excuses for yourself. Because one thing I realized, bro is you know i'm turning 24 which is to me i think it's huge i I feel myself evolving um in the intelligent like as far as like intellect and i also feel myself evolving spiritually as well and one thing i realize is you know people man the people you surround yourself they really do influence the way you think they they really do i mean and, and and if you have a friend group who who where those those individuals are not motivated, you know, they're constantly talking, you know, constantly gossiping and saying, you know, this person said this to me, and you know, I don't, what's wrong with Johnny? What the fuck is wrong with him? Is there something, you know, if you constantly got that type of noise and you know going around around in your setting, you're gonna eventually adapt to that and and become part of that. And I feel like you have to clear out all the garbage, clear out everything that's distracting you from you know whatever you want to do and you got to start uh fresh it's almost like deleting all the all the software out of the computer and downloading new software yeah pretty much yeah pretty much much. or just you know pretty much just like changing your environment you know like cleaning house (laughs) most definitely most definitely on that on that token as well you know it seems like uh corona is uh letting up a little bit there's uh we're, people we're slowly coming back i i think i think 
we might be able i might be able to train in jiu-jitsu like all uh like mma gyms are going to be opening next week i think um and if that's the case dude i'm so fucking ready but for the most part I, and i also hear like there's another there's another stimulus check coming yeah i heard the same news so i mean i'm pretty uh pretty uh dope about that i mean yeah you know the toilet funny <laughs> Yeah, on the whole corona thing, man, it was definitely a (laughs) debacle. Fiasco, but it's all good, man. I mean, I I definitely, I I know one thing's for sure. I know, like, we're all gonna look back on these past two, three months and just be like, wow, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, that's what we say every time. Yeah, I'm saying like people, you know, every you know things are built up like it's the end of the world, and then look back on it, you know. And it's like, oh wow, that did happen. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Certain things you just get over, over, you know, um, outdone maybe or overlooked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the, uh, the uh, repercussions stay the same. I guess part of the rules that are made in certain times and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's definitely. It wasn't all that bad. Yeah. One one thing I noticed, I went out to eat two days ago, and I mean for for the first time in a long time, I mean it, it was like two months or so, but still, and we go, we go out and I we were sitting like a table away from um from three people, three females, and they were loud and obnoxious or whatever. But I remember thinking like, wow, I miss this. I I miss being in a social setting like this. This is crazy. Is I haven't been in a social setting for like two months and. It just felt it was like reinvigorating, you know what I'm saying? It it gave me like that 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 energy that was like missing for the last two months. And I feel like once things start to open back, people are gonna begin to feel normal again. I mean, you you whenever whenever you're in quarantine and you're locked up in the house, like I'm thankful I was able to work and get out and still, you know, see people, but there were man, there there are people still that are locked up in the house and, and haven't been out a lot. And that to me I think that does something on a uh, psychological level. You know, it it was weird for me. It was weird at first just to go out and and, and go and see other people at a restaurant without mask. That <laughs> that was weird. So yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like a social experiment. Because at the end of the day, like you know, we're social creatures. So like we we like we you know we need to be around people. You know what I mean? And we need to be outside and kind of just like in the presence of other people, you know what I mean? Even in the presence of strangers, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, that's something, I guess, a subtlety that um, definitely, like, wow, you know, we had until it was gone. <laughs> um, but even, like, the masks, man, I mean, it basically just gives, like, people a false sense of safety. So it's ridiculous. I mean, like, the reality of it is, like, as soon as they were, like, you know, the N95s were, like, the top tier, what you need. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, you can wear a bandana over your face. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to have it on your face if they can just tell you to wear like fucking a paper towel around your face like yeah yeah most of it. yeah <laughs> uh it was yeah like you say it was a it was a fiasco it, you you know what but being in quarantine it really made me it made me think about prisoners who are locked up like those uh you know 22 hour lockdown facilities that lock up inmates for 22 hours for a day like jesus like jesus dude what type of toll is that happening like how's you know how how's that um how's that affecting your mindset like your your mental health like your mind like insane yeah i mean that's i mean that's pretty much like that's the that's what it's there to do. That's why it's prison, it's torture, you know what I mean? Like, you know, at some point, you know, there's, there's obviously way more worse things than death because, like, everybody can, spe- can speculate what happens after death, but for the most part, your troubles are... <laughs> <laughs> you're scot-free. Mm-hmm. And, um, but so, if you're, like, in solitary confinement or somebody, you're just, like, a walking corpse, you know what I mean? And you sometimes, you know, I, I don't know, I mean, it's definitely... Uh, mentally just uh, destructive, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get, 
And the fact that they're saying they're giving you life, that's funny too. Mm-hmm. Giving you life. <laughs> they're taking your life away. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I, I think that honestly, that's like one of my few fears is somehow being locked up in prison for life like that. I mean, could you, even, could you even imagine that type of setting? You'll be a, a completely different human being after like a year. I even think after like six months, like you, you have to obviously internalize the fact that you're locked up in a cage, you know, and, and you're with a group of criminals, you know, guys who have done some shit. And then you're also being watched by the by the eye and these COs, they don't like you. You know what I'm saying? You step out of line, you know, they're going to step on your head. And the, and the fact that, you know, that is your reality, that you're forever locked in the cage. You're going to you're forever told what to do um, under more constraint protocols like Jesus, man. You know, give me the electric chair. Yeah. Plus, it's like. You're, but you're basically like whether you're guilty or not, bro, you're basically damaged goods because it's on your record. Even if you are free, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you gotta have that conversation with your employers, this and that, and you know, people can definitely try to you know bring that back up of oh you're you know you criminal record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever you ever see those um cases where they uh, criminalize someone that didn't commit the crime? And like 50 years after they, they revisit, you know, the case and, you know, they realize that this person was innocent. Like you took 50 years away from this dude's life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, isn't that, I mean, that's just, just like, damn. I don't know. You can't really. I don't know. That's just, just like, because even from there, it's like, what do you do at that point? Like, you know, you can't get time back. You can give them all the money in the world. I mean it's just like all those experiences all those you know basically like you know it was half a century you know or even whatever like you 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 miss so much you don't know what an iphone is you don't know what it is you know what i'm saying like you know i don't know you're just so out of out of touch with everything so it's crazy plus it's like a whole different society in prison you know what i mean like there's a whole bunch of different rules and shit that goes on and it's just uh yeah, and and barely getting paid for it. They what don't they get paid some incredibly small amount, like ten cents or something an hour? Oh, I mean they're basically just slaves. I mean, it's like the uh, like the prison, um, you know, the prison industrial complexes and everything, like the private prisons and things like that. So it's like a uh, a way to make money. Yeah, I see. And this is a very complex issue, but I've, I've always thought that the way our prison system is set up is highly ineffective. It's effective. Don't get me wrong. It's effective when you're talking about making and generating a lot of money like it's effective in that. Right. But I think it's ineffective on a uh, on a human mental level like you know, if someone commits a, say if someone commits a heinous crime, like, I don't know, like break into someone's car, like carjacking or something like that, you're going to lock this person up in a cage with other criminals, you know, they're going to fend for their lives, they're going to become institutionalized, and then you're going to let them out into the same type of situation, you know, and, and expect them to change their behavior. And I don't even know if they're expecting, I, I, I think, I, I think it's a, a looping cycle, you know, I, but, you know, we as the public is expecting them to, you know, get their mind right, you know. But you're talking about you're, no one's going to employ you because you have a record now. You know, you're, you're back in the same situation. So the only way to make money is do the same thing that you did prior that got you incarcerated. And honestly, that's all you really know. You don't really know any skills or anything. So it's just like, geez, man, that, that that's a crazy cycle. That and and I'm only talking about people who've commit people who've committed crimes such as like robbing. I'm not talking about murders or like rape like rapists. I I I totally agree that those people should be locked up, you know, and 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 and, and for like 22 hours or so. But like anything kind of after that, you know, it's kind of like man, that's that's rough. That's that's rough, dude. Yeah, then it can be like very uh, like political. Like, you know, obviously it's like. 
you got to make an example out of somebody. You know what I mean? Out of people and stuff like that. And, um, I don't know. I mean, it's like we're, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people put too much in, in systems. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like, um, I mean, you look at, like, the education system, the prison system, and all of that, like, they're really all the same. They just prepare you for one another. You know what I mean? Because, like, you have the educated that, you know, people feel like, oh, it's in their benefit. But it's really not. Like, it's kind of like getting you um, indoctrinated into the bigger picture of basically just being um, like, a, like a servant or like a sheep or, you know, like a, like a cash cow. Yeah. Because, I mean, prisons operate the same way as the education system. You know what I mean? Like, based off of, like, a test that you take in, like, the third grade, they determine how many prisons to build. You know what I mean? And, like, you look at how, you know, schools are ran, you know, you have, um, like, bells that tell you when to go to which classroom, things like that. Same with prison, you know what I mean? And kind of just, you know, you, fall, you walk in a straight line, you, you know, do this, do that, you have lunchtime here. Um, it kind of prepares you for that instance. Yeah. And, like, Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah, uh, what other industry? Um, oh, it also prepares you for the work industry as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, when they started it, it made sense because for the bells, because how factory workers operate, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you prepare them for society in general. You know, you got an education system, thank you for, like, you know, the 9 to 5 or, like, the factory life. Yeah. The, the 9 to 5 and the, and the education system basically are at the right times where, you know, the kids are busy while the parents are busy. Yep. So, like, that's who basically watches the children. And then, you know, the prison system, you already are acclimated to, you know, bells and where to be and an authority. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of just like, you know, a cycle. Yeah. B-Lap dropping gems. <laughs> I mean, uh, 100%. And, I, and you're also programmed to, you know, receive take order and complete that when you know you have to you know stay in your desk you know sit upright no sleeping you know do your work if you don't do homework is you know there's there's certain consequences jesus um and then also like through testing and and studying you're also programmed to uh to think a certain way and it is based off memorization intelligence where like you are memorizing a passage and you have the test the next day, which is like A, B, C, D, pick pick a choice. There isn't is I don't think there. In my opinion, when I went through elementary, middle school, and you know high school and college, it wasn't really a lot of objective or critical type thinking. And I think when you get propelled out into reality, the ironic thing is you need a lot of critical uh, thinking skills to operate and 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 to succeed in this circus you know we call life yeah there's no um ingenuity there's no you know there's no nothing new you know what i mean like um there's no innovation that's yeah there's no innovation in education really in the major aspects of it all when it comes to like what really matters as far as like uh healthcare and science yeah it's really all kind of like uh um restricted a lot mm-hmm. that's why the most innovation comes from people outside of that uh field mm-hmm. um, you know it's, that's why it's pretty interesting to think about you know what i mean when you look at the people that are you know doing the best or like you know at the top of that you know the tech industry things like that they don't come out of they don't come out of college you know what i mean but you know what it what it really means is you know you will find the best talent, you know, outside of that, outside of the box. But inside of the box, you can find workers. Mm-hmm. Because what that really prepares employers, or if I have a business, I can guarantee that if you went to, you know, this medical school or this graduate college, is that, okay. This guy can follow directions, he has good memorization skills, and mm-hmm. follows orders. Yep. So then it's like, okay, bet. They basically already did the uh, the reviewing for me. You know what I mean? I'm just, I can just pick them out. And just go, okay, you know, let me get the next cog in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I play a little bit of devil's advocate. I mean, that method is really effective when you're trying to run a business. When you're a CEO of a company, that's I mean, that's the type of you know employees you want people who don't ask any questions and they get the fucking job done. But on the flip side of that, when you look at society, then you get a lot of like brainless zombies who just they go off what they heard or you know, and there's really no objective thinking behind it there's no like critical thought to rationalize the situation and say wait just because everybody's doing this doesn't make it right you know just because you know my mom and dad went you know graduated um uh, you know high school and uh graduated college that you know i i think i think you should finish high school but like the whole college thing i think is 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 strictly by you, you should you should be able to choose for yourself and not have that societal pressure um on you to because we're seeing it right now you don't need college to be successful quote unquote success to our to to our parents was having a job that would pay for your family you know where you're not struggling you have kids you have a nice house you have a mortgage on that house you have two cars a dog you know what i'm saying like that that's what success meant to the past generation but the internet has opened our eyes to so much available around the world that, you know, people can get into that success is, is in my opinion, I think is, is almost unlimited. You can, you can be successful. So many different things, bro. Uh, side note, I'm, I do, this coffee has me having to pee. So go on with your point. I'll be right back, dude. <laughs> And that is a perfect example of a highlighted kind of coffee. Makes you pee a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what, what were you saying? I was going to say, uh, yeah, basically all you really need to know how to do a simple math, you know, go find a vibe, um, and then you're basically good to go. So it's my bad. Yeah, read, write, speak. Basically, do simple math, and you're good to go. The information is all there for you. I mean, like, if I want to, I mean, cause realistically, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of people have, you know, uh, degrees and certificates without results. So, what that means is that's kind of like the barrier to entry, but what supersedes that is results. So, if I don't have, you know, mechanical engineering degree but i built a car you know what i mean what can you say or if i don't have a or if i'm not a rocket scientist but i built a rocket what can you say so like that's kind of like the reality of what people have to understand is that you know if you obviously this doesn't go for everybody but you know if, if you understand if you if you want to you can go get it or like if you basically are interested in something you know what i mean like you don't have to have a degree to understand it's like uh kind of really understand psychology or get along as strong Yeah. If you, as long as you have results, you can do that. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's that's the key. And so that's why school isn't important to that aspect as far as, like, higher learning because, you know, they're, they don't teach you about money. And mm -hmm. that's the reason why some people are so lost and spinning around because you don't understand what's going on with that. And that's the whole, whole purpose of even going to school or trying to get a job and this and that. Like the whole the only way that you can provide is by having money. Yeah. I mean? and, um, that's what's being <clears throat> left out of the education system. Because, you know, at the end of the day, um, at least now it definitely just seems that they want people to depend depending on systems, you know what I mean? Depending on the government for aid and things like that and not being self-reliant it's kind of like it's kind of like um uh, i think it's an example where they have like a bear and they've had it in the cage you know his whole life and it's a grown-ass bear for now and they take the cage obviously it's not in the cage anymore. moves in those parameters of the cage it's, a lot of people like you know they 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 think that their degree justifies or kind of explains how smart they are because you don't have any results yet. Um, 
people hang their hat on it. Like, yeah, you know, I graduated from here with this degree. But then once you stop learning, you're done. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I'm I'm learning more so than what I was learning in college now because I know how to research and, and look up, you know, different uh, tests and and uh, and different journal scientific journals and articles and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. But to backtrack a little bit, essentially what you're saying is once you practice a skill, develop that skill and learn that skill, that's basically, you know, your value because in in essence you can like like you said build that racket you know what i'm saying e- even though you don't have the degree you could you still know the technical know-how to build that racket from scratch right so having that skill is what's is the true value instead of, instead of having that paper matter of fact the real value is experience okay got you that's the real value is experience because, you know, the premise of going to higher education originally was going to learn from the master, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, it actually built the rocket and decided to come back and teach as a professor. Yeah. But now, it's anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, if, like if, you, if you went to, like, a real, you know, law or business school, you would learn from, like, you know, the rawest lawyer or this and that mm-hmm. which is guys that read pictures and choose what they told them you know what I'm saying? very uh, scattered now so that's what that's why it's like very different or useless i would say useless because you know those got like uh, it's just not as effective i feel because you're not really in the you're not getting what you paid for like basically they're trying to basically say that hey once you have this degree you're good to go like once you have this scale Honestly, I'm taking that philosophy and I'm applying it straight to my life, straight to my life. Just because I don't my my vision of my life. I do not see myself working for a corporate or corporation and uh, for 40 years and, and, and constantly waking up and, and having to go to work from, you know, nine to five. Like that, that is that that scares. That's that's my biggest fear. If you, you know, to be honest, that's that scares me the most is is to constantly live that type of life you know year to year and and i'm not crapping on anybody who does that i mean if that's your dream if that's what you want to do go ahead you know if you love building like i, I know I, I know a lot of craftsmanship uh or guys who love to uh, uh craft things like furniture like they like to build furniture or like wooden tables like that's their calling and they have a job that's like a non like a conventional job a nine to five and they they love going to work every day they enjoy that but i'm, I'm talking i'm talking about people who are working a you know a, a dead-end job you know and, and and they have to constantly wake up to that nine to five reality i i just that's why i think it's so important to again clear clear your circle clear all the chaotic stuff that's preventing you to pursue whatever you want to do in life and fully commit to things that you want to do because honestly if you're not doing things that you want to do in your life you'll never be happy there'll always be a void yeah i mean plus i feel like it's very underrated like you know how 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 special that is you know, be somebody that loves what they do. As far as like, if they have a nine to five, like if they love the job, that's like, they that's, you know, that's comes far and in between. I feel. Yeah, yeah, but I I know a lot of people, and I hear a lot of people complain about you know their their their, their current state as far as the like their job. 
like that nine to five. And, you know, I'm I'm working something similar to it. It's seven to three is not as bad. And I'm, I'm totally grateful that, you know, I, I have a job. But like I said, man, that I'm already tired. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm already tired. I I, I commend. I commend those, you know, the, this, the, those 60 year olds right now who put in literally 40 years of their life into the workforce, you know, and the, and the funny thing is, bro, retirement is not even guaranteed. A lot of people are getting, you know, cheated out of their retirement savings. Well, yeah, the reason they don't know anything about that's the, that's the thing. Like, that's why, like, you know, they don't know anything. They have no financial so it's probably like, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of the baby boomers that, um, you know, handle the finances of the family, you know, and, you know, um, I guess it's statistically the, the, the wife outlives the husband. The wife may have thought that the husband was taking care of the finances, comes out that it's all messed up. And that's not why, I mean, that these people that, you know, basically they were, they were depending on somebody else to fund their, fund their, like, well, I'm going to get social security. I'm going to get these benefits, this benefit, this benefit. So when it's all set down, it should be good. Yeah. And, uh, that's the reality of it. Like, it wasn't like, uh, you know, that's why entrepreneurs and people like that are able to, uh, assume a lot of wealth because they're not really worried about somebody that's taking care of them. They, they, they handle it on their, you know, they can handle it on their own. Yeah. Set up things they you know they really prioritize finances because you don't really have a you know um, medical benefits or insurance you know those type of things so yeah yeah and i i think that handling on your own is what scares a lot of people though too like boy, i i gotta i gotta make sure it's like that's like a that's looked down upon, you know what I mean? Like, fresh whole life is looked down upon to make mistakes. And second, that's how we've been, you know, that's how we've been taught, you know, it's bad to make mistakes, don't get the wrong answer. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like, you got to be perfect on the first try. <clears throat> and um, that's what scares a lot of people. And that's what also makes people feel bad about themselves. You know, like, people, you fail tests, man. People, you know how it is. It's like, in college, man, somebody fails a test, they'll cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't have that. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have that filter. <laughs> Yo, uh, speaking of college, bro, like we, for people who don't know, me and Brian actually graduated with the same, uh, in the same major, exercise science and health promotion. And I know for sure, me personally, I probably won't ever use that degree or, or that, or you, you know what I'm saying? That, that four years bachelor's, are, are you ever going to use it? And, and if, if not, if not, Why? Like, why why even go into that field? Um, honestly, I, well, I guess I answered the, the first or the second question first. Uh, I, I really do go into it because obviously, you know, you come out and you come out of high school and you're like, you know, what do you want to do? And it's like, okay, you know, I'm thinking about uh, physical therapy would be cool. You know, I've uh, shadowed a couple of physical therapists, things and that. And then you look at the reality as far as like, okay, like, I'm really have to like really to be all or nothing in this. <laughs> or you know we can we have to have like a three point seven and all this and all that loans. To the, yeah, to get into the uh, grad school program things like that, and it, that's it seems like you know that's not me at the end of the day. <laughs> but, you know, that's what that. <clears throat> those studies and sciences and everything like that came easy, so I feel yeah. like that, that is, like I, I I know I'm gonna graduate. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, you know, like business or law or things like that. Yeah, that wouldn't have came natural. Though, like I really would have had to like work for real. Yeah, yeah. What's ironic with you though is, you know. You are someone who who turn like you said turn that skill into an avenue of making money. For people who don't really know what BLAP does, this dude, you to me, I tell people all the time like you're pulling the most gangster move of all time. You're essentially, you know, you have a large sum of capital you're putting into the market, and you're and you're essentially using your technical analysis, analytic skills to assess the market and place a bet on a trade 
and depending on what happens, if that bet is right, then you, you know, you make X amount of money, but if that bet is wrong, then you lose X amount of money. And it's like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, yo, so like pro, Hey, like most people live their life on easy mode. This nigga went straight to expert <laughs> all Madden, bro. That's crazy, man. And, and that's something that, that's something that I see. I'm like, wow, man, this, this guy is really on the ball. Like this guy is really ambitious. And I wholeheartedly believe that you, you can do it, man. And it's, it's truly inspiring to see that you, you're taking that, taking that step because man, th if this pays off, dude, you're looking at, <laughs> you're looking at like the ultimate come up story, but on outside of that, bro, you completely did this on a skill set that you develop so when you look back on your life like your life like when you're 70 years old in a deathbed let me restate that hopefully you're never on your deathbed and i hope to see you live to over 100 you know what i'm saying <laughs> but when you get of age it, it <laughs> we when you all i'm saying is when you get of age and you look back on your life man you're gonna be like yeah yeah, I, I mean, you, you're completely taking that motto, you know, you, you only live once to the to the next level, like you're gambling on yourself. And I think that uh, younger listeners who are, who, who are tuning in, you, you can benefit from hearing that because like you could do it, too. And and most people uh, dreams are not even as ambitious as you're as like risk taking as your ambition, you know, to them starting a, a, a tie dye shirt company is you know, it's, it's something they want to want to get into. And I say, you can do anything you want to, man. You can do anything. You just got to gamble and you just got to put in the time and effort. Straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, it, that's really what it's all about, man. You really just want to max out what God gave you. You know what I mean? Like, you really just want to max yourself out. And you, know, you really want to take, you don't want to, you know, at the end of the day, you, you don't want to take the route of, of least resistance because mm -hmm. that'll just be, you won't get the right results that you want or see. You know what I mean? And um, for me, it's just like, you know, I don't, I don't take pride and I don't know. I don't take pride. Like, I'm not going to say like I don't like following old orders and everything like that, but like, if I see that we're like on the same intellect, uh, intellectual level or this and that, you know, I just feel that I can basically, I, I feel like I can do anything, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As long as I'm interested in it and I take the time and I have the time to learn it and build up the skills, <clears throat> then, you know, that's what it's on. Or, or I don't know how to explain it, like, you know, like, say you, you're going to buy a car mm -hmm. or you're going into an interview, you're basically putting yourself in the mindset of you're the boss. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like whenever they're talking to you, trying to sell, when you, anybody that's trying to sell someone to you or anything like that, they're talking to the boss. Yeah. <laughs> the boss. You know, like small fry guy, like, <laughs> sucker, or just somebody off the street. No, you're talking to the boss because you're the boss of your life. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like, you, you choose the direction and you choose who you follow direction from. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to somebody you don't respect. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to somebody that. You know, won't do it themselves. Mm -hmm. Like it's the difference between taking advice from Michael Jordan and taking advice from you know some uh, some weekend warrior that. <laughs> that that aspect of it as well, and then you know, at the end of the day, you I really just want to like, I guess, like die on my own sword. Yeah. Like you can always go back. You can always go back to safety. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like you set your sail out to sea, you can always turn the boat around. Yeah. But that, you know, but if, that, if you have that in your mind, you, you won't make it too far on the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And, and my approach is, is, is similar. I don't take this life for granted, you know, and, and, and that's something I've been blessed with. I was kind of born with that, with that mindset of just, you know, putting out all effort and just pursuing things that I enjoy in this life. And I feel like, for me personally, bro, I'm terrible with jobs. I'm ter I've always had conflict with, you know, 
my boss or employer because I don't take direction well, especially if the especially if the guy's like some douchebag, you know, like the boss is some like, you know, guy who's having an ego trip or, or whatever. Like, it, it's just so hard for me because naturally I know that this is not this this doesn't feel norm like this doesn't feel normal me following instruction you know what i'm saying like i i always have to quite i question everything man i question everything from my life my character to you know things i do on my job and and so like i look at that and i'm like okay Therese, you gotta find you gotta find something if it's through the podcast if it's through jujitsu or if it's through investment like you gotta find something that's gonna give you that financial freedom so you can you know, be that superhero of the, of your comic book. So you can be the, you know, the boss, you know, the boss level guy. And, and I've taken that mindset. Now I'm already thinking, I already know that I'm the boss, you know, of my life. I already know that I'm the superhero of my life. And ever since I changed my perspective to that, I see life in a completely different way. And I've, and I've gotten started on things that I love, dude. I've, I've, you know, I've built the podcast. I do jujitsu like, I started I started that and that's because I changed that mindset, I changed that perspective. When you start thinking you're the boss, when you start, you know, realizing that you're the superhero of your story, all fear goes away. That that you know that doubt in your head that tells you, man, you know, you you, you shouldn't be doing this, man. Honestly, you, sh- you you need to play it safe. You know, you got you you got a degree. Go ahead and, and and pursue. You know that that manager job. You know, at the office and work up the totem pole and you know work hard work. You know that goes away. Whether <laughs> it could be. It could be like you know a lot of different words to say. Like instead of saying boss, you could just say the leader. You could, you could say the alpha. You could say the asset. Yeah. Like, um, you know, there's not a lot of you know. Just realize people just got to realize like what they bring to the table. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, there's not a lot of competent competent people out here. So like, if you already yourself realize as like, oh yeah, I'm competent. I can do this and this and this. That means you're the asset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. You know, whether whether you're in an interview, realize that like you are the value to the company. Yeah, because you're not just some celebrity. <laughs> yeah. So make relationships with the customers, things like that, and bring in revenue. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether you're somebody, you know, getting sold to, right? Yeah. You have the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at that point, you make the decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't let somebody out, you know, out, I guess, like, confidence you or just out, you know, out, you know, big dick you, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, uh, that was funny. You said, that's the first time I ever heard that slap dick. <laughs> you be someone slap. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Your life, because at the end of the day, like, you know, um, tomorrow isn't promised, and you really want to, you know, <clears throat> I want people to know, you know, you kind of want people to know what you're, what you're actually chasing after. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, um, when it's all said and done, do I want to say, like, you know, my bitch really like, yeah, you know, he was, um, you know, I worked with him, he was a great colleague, you know, this and that, you know, it would miss, or, you know, you want to be that guy that was like, yeah, you know, he was really ambitious, he was chasing his dream. Yeah. No lie, no lie, and and yeah, like that's what I mean. Because I mean, it could just you know, I, I'd rather go out, you know, in pursuit of my dream. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like there's a lot of people that, um, you know, you can die. I don't know. It's just like it's kind of just like you're all in because I know we people that will, you know, die on the basketball court, die on the football field. Yeah, you know, it's a tragedy, but as long as that person is like wholeheartedly invested and like wanting to become the best mm-hmm. that's what they want to do with their life yeah and it's not so much the tragedy some people you know what i mean like yeah it's like they, they died in pursuit of what they wanted to do yeah like, i had a coach he would say that um i think before practice or something like or during practice or hard work he'd be like you know if i go out and i was you know <laughs> Uh, trying to, you know, buy our house and that, trying to make her dreams come true or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just putting <clears throat> that wall high into it. Yeah. And I thought a lot of people, you know, can't say that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whether it be like that person that always wanted to become a pilot and the plane crashes, it's just like, 
you know, it's like he made his dream reality. Yeah. You know I mean, or that person that um, wanted to be an astronaut and, you know, they might have been on that, you know, the, the failed Apollo missions. Mm-hmm. He became it. Like, he's still, you know what I mean? He was chasing that dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they were the front runners of that. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Or those um, people that were chasing freedom when they were slaves. Yeah. Yeah. You can die in the pursuit of chasing your freedom. Yeah. There's nothing more inspirational than seeing someone chase after their dreams when, when they have like that uh, assassin's mentality, that, that just uber discipline. Like you can see it in that. Like you, a perfect person like that is Spicy John. Like you can see it in his eyes that he wants to succeed in, in, in his clothing brand. Like you see the effort that he puts out, the positive energy he puts out in the universe. And obviously it's working. You know, he, this, he is his company is growing and he obviously makes great clothes man. i mean his clothes is pretty fire shout out to spicy john but like you know you see you see certain i see certain characters like that out there and it's just like whoa there's there's a crop of individuals that are living on this planet that's going to succeed regardless of what is given to them in life you know what i'm saying they don't make excuses. These these type of people don't make excuses. They, they don't have that mindset like, whoa, poor me, you know, my 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 mom died at you know age what none of that. None of that. They're they're completely focused and they have a agenda that's going to get completed regardless if life gives them an easy way in or not. And and I love seeing that. Michael Jordan is a great example. Speaking of Michael Jordan, have you watched the um have you watched the uh, his uh documentary? Yeah, I haven't finished it though. Uh, I haven't watched it, bro. I haven't watched any of it yet. I gotta watch it. See, bro, like all that shit, bro. It's just you love to see people win. Yeah. You love to see, love to see what it takes, what it took to make the magic happen. Yeah. What type of work they had to put in to make it happen. Yeah. But then, so- better metaphor of life than like than team sports. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just how to manage personalities and just like. How to be a leader. Yeah. Yeah. But then on the other side of that, you see some people who are just complete haters. Complete, always just focusing on, you know, people who are winning, like focusing on the aspect of whatever they didn't do. Or, you know, if they lost the game, oh, you lost this game. Like the people who think LeBron can never do enough to be, you know, a a great player. Like you, you still have like those individuals out. And I think, you know, they are almost important as your fans because they add fuel to that fire too those type of individuals but you know what bro you say that I, I, I look at UFC fighters. UFC fighters are a perfect example. Like you look at the champs, like a, a, a character like Tyron Woodley, like people would say stuff on the internet and you could see that it messed with him. Like he would even respond. Like he's the welterweight champion in the world. One of the best welterweights of all time. He's responding to the haters. But then you get some type of character like John Jones. He fucking, you know, crashes, you know, tests positive for cocaine or whatever. And, you know, he comes back the next day and he's, his confidence is just, it's still, it's still on that same level. Like as, as if nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? Israel Adesanya is, a, is is another good example. You know, people say all the crazy shit about him, but it doesn't matter. It just bumps off of him, and, and you know, and, and and he responds through fighting, like showing his skills. It's like it's at a, at a certain point, I think you have to realize that you know opinions are opinions, man. And like you said, they're only they're only putting more food on your plate anyway because they are putting you out there. You know that that hate they're putting your name on the airways, you know. <laughs> yeah, like they, they, you know, they're giving you more attention. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to have a lot of eyes on you, and you can, you know, exceed expectations. Yeah, most I mean, definitely. Like at the end of the day, like <laughs> you know, the reason why, like you know, somebody like John Jones or you know, Carl McGregor or Floyd Mayweather are so confident is because they are who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They don't have to pretend like they are. Like they they are that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I'm the best fighter, I'm the best fighter. Like, and it's not just because of you know, it's because of like their work ethic. You know, yeah. They put in and like they approve it to themselves. Time after like you can't you know you, you can't go against the grain. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's been tried and proven. You know they're not just talking shit. They're you know it wasn't drawn up in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we are currently at an hour, dude, and I am going to go ahead and post this up on, uh, the Insta, give the uh, listeners something to listen to. You got anything else to, uh, say, my brother? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess to wrap it all up, man, I mean, you know, life is full of suffering, you know, so the best thing to do is pick a life for a suffering boy. Beautiful. We're going to end on that point, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Please. Watch out for the news that's about to drop tomorrow. We're about to drop some big news again. We are going to make our YouTube debut on Wednesday. Technically, it'll be Wednesday when we do it, but I'll post produce, uh, you know, have it go through post production and then put it out maybe on a Friday at, at the latest. So uh, please be aware of that. We're making moves, man. And um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. Thanks for supporting you know, the podcast, it really means a lot. I, and I could speak, I could speak for Brian and myself, man. We, we talk about it. It's like, it's crazy to see, you know, your brand grow and, 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 and listen, and, and listen to people telling you like, yo, I look forward to this. You know, this, this is, you guys are putting out great content. I'm a hundred percent very receptive to that. Very aware of, 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 of the vibe that we're creating and what's going to happen in the future. And, all I can say is, man, I'm, I'm so thankful to all the listeners. So thank you very much. And honestly, man, we're just trying to evolve to more connect to you guys. So thank you very much for listening in.